Simpsons, Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde. Open your notes to page 13, the first page for tonight's handout. Robert Stevenson's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Robert Stevenson was a Scottish man. He only lived into his 40s. He died before his 46th birthday. And he wrote many novels. And this might be the most famous, and it's not even 100 pages long. You can get this for free. I'll send you the link if you want. If you have a smartphone, you can listen to this for free. It's about three hours long. So if you walk to work, you listen to 10 minutes per day, and in two weeks, you'll be done with this novel. It's not a difficult novel to understand, and it's fascinating. It has 10 chapters. Let's begin. The story opens as two men are taking a walk. The first man's name is Mr. Utterson, and the second man's name is Mr. Enfield. Utterson and Enfield are out walking, and as they walk, they come to a part of town that is falling apart. And while it's falling apart, <clears throat> they see a, uh, uh, Mr. Enfield tells Mr. Utterson, I know that door. There's some apartments. And he says, I know that door. Mr. Utterson says, what do you mean? Last week or some time ago, when I was walking over here, I saw someone, an ugly man. A man that if you just see him, you will hate him. And he was walking along and hate was in his eyes. And he pushed down a little girl and stepped on her, a small child. And he walked right off and the child was crying. And other people were standing there and they saw it. And we were so angry, we said, ah, what are you doing? And I was there and I grabbed that man. Said, what have you done to this little girl? And because I was there and all the people were standing around, we dragged that man and said, you have to take care of this girl. Look what you did. This is terrible. The man was afraid because all of us were around him. And so he said, okay, take me back to my apartment. It's just over here. And it was that door. He opened up that door and he came out a moment later with a check. Now a check is a statement from your bank that allows you to take money out. And this man brought out a check for a hundred pounds. That's like a year's wages, like 50,000 rand, 100,000 rand. Now, if you were the little girl that the man just shoved you down and stepped on your leg and walked off and you're crying, if he gave you 100,000 rand, would you, would you say okay? And so <clears throat> he gave the money, but when we looked at the check, it was the name of a famous good man in this town. But his name, we said, what is your name? And he said, Mr. Hyde. Hyde is different from the name on the check. So we went with them to the bank and they cashed the check. 
And they gave all the money. So we knew something isn't right with that door. Well, that's the way the first chapter ends. In the second chapter, Dr. Jekyll is introduced. He's a good man, about 50 years old. He's a doctor. He's very clever. He has many books. He likes to read. And Dr. Jekyll has hired Mr. Utterson, the lawyer. You remember Mr. Utterson from chapter one? He hired him to make his will. And he said, in my will, I want you to give everything in my, when I die, every penny. Now doctors are rich. And he has property and lands and money. When I die, I want you to give everything to a man named Mr. Edward Hyde. Do you remember the ugly man from the first chapter? Everything is going to go to him. So Mr. Utterson is now concerned, so he goes to see his friend Dr. Jekyll. And then he decides to watch outside that door to see when the ugly man comes out. So he waits and waits. He says, if he is Mr. Hyde, then I will be Mr. Seek. And he waits and waits until finally the door opens. And he comes up and confronts the man. And the man says, who are you? What are you? Well, I am Mr. Utterson, a lawyer. And I want to know who you are. I am Edward Hyde. And where exactly do you live? And he tells him where he lives. And he looks at him in the face so that he can recognize him. And he finds Mr. Hyde. And he says that when I saw him, something in him was so ugly, so despicable. But I couldn't say what? I couldn't say his eyes or his nose or his face. But something was so disgusting. What is the problem with this man? Chapter 3. So then, Dr. Jekyll has a party. Dr. Jekyll, you remember? The man, the doctor with all the money. He has a party and he invites his friends over. And Mr. Utterson comes and he decides, when the party is over, I'm going to wait. And when everyone leaves, I'm going to corner Dr. Jekyll in his house and I'm going to tell him, Do you know what man you have signed over all of your money to? You signed all of your money over to this man. What's his name? Hyde. He's a terrible man. Don't do this. I know what he's done to you. Hyde, he's got some information about you. You've done something bad and Mr. Hyde saw you and he's threatening to tell the police. And if you don't give him everything, he's going to tell the police Dr. Jekyll, just tell me, I'm a lawyer, I'll help you, I'm on your side. Don't let this man blackmail you and steal all of your money. And Dr. Jekyll says, oh, oh, no, don't worry about him. I have complete control over Mr. Hyde. Whenever I want to, I can end our friendship. He is under my control. I am not under his control. And Utterson is very concerned. But Jekyll says, I want to, to ask you never to bring this up with me again. You have to trust me. We've been friends for many years. And I am your client. I'm paying you to be my lawyer. Don't ever bring this up. I can take care of this. Chapter 4. 
About a year later, a member of parliament, Mr. Danvers Carew, is murdered in the middle of the night. And he's murdered by the man named Edward Hyde. But what Edward Hyde didn't know is that late at night, up in another house, looking down from him, on him was a little girl. And she saw what he did, and she remembered his ugly face. And when they found the body, she came out to the police and said, I saw what they did, and his face was so ugly. And she described, and they knew it's Mr. Hyde. And they called Mr. Utterson. And Mr. Utterson was going to testify for the police. He said, I know where Mr. Hyde lives. He went right to his house. They banged on the door. They broke it open, and they couldn't find him. But what they did find was his checkbook burnt. And they looked all around and couldn't find him anywhere. So they search all over, but the man's disappeared. Chapter 5. <clears throat> Utterson, the lawyer, goes back to visit Dr. Jekyll. Tell him about all this crazy thing. And when he gets there to Dr. Jekyll, he finds the doctor is sick. He's laying down. He doesn't even get up. He just says, come in, come in. What's wrong? I don't feel well, but today someone gave me a letter. I want you to take this letter and tell me what you think of it. The letter was written in an unusual writing. The, 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 the writing was not clean. And it said it was written by a man named Hyde. And it said in the letter, I want nothing more to do with Dr. Jekyll. I'm ending my relationship with him. I will never see him again. And Jekyll said, the messenger brought this, Hyde brought this to me and gave it to me today. I didn't know about the murder. He just gave it to me. <clears throat> so Utterson takes the letter and gets ready to walk out. And then he asks the servant, what time did Mr. Hyde come here today to deliver this letter? And the servant said, I have been here from morning till night. No one came. So Utterson walks out the door and he takes the letter back to his office. And there's a man in his office who knows how to decipher handwriting. And he takes the letter and puts it out. And on Mr. Utterson's desk was a contract written by Dr. Jekyll. Because you remember, Dr. Jekyll is paying Mr. Utterson. And so some of his papers were on Mr. Utterson's desk. And the man took the letter that was written by who? Hyde. And remember, it had unusual writing. And then he looked at the letter and he said, These were done by the same man. The man who wrote that contract is trying to disguise his writing. It's as if, it's as if he used his left hand or something. But this is, this is the same man. And Mr. Utterson is now wondering why is it that Dr. Jekyll is trying to cover up for a murderer. Chapter 6. <clears throat> for two months, everything's peaceful. And Dr. Jekyll recovers, and he's healthy again, and he goes back to work. He begins having his friends over again. And then, unexpectedly, Mr. Utterson knocks on the door to see Dr. Jekyll, and Dr. Jekyll shouts from the inside, No! 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 Go away! I'm not seeing anyone today! Go away! 
What is that? So he goes over to see his friend, Mr. Lanyon. Mr. Lanyon has always been the friend of Jekyll and Utterson. And he goes over to visit them, but he finds that Lanyon is terribly sick. Utterson goes to visit Lanyon and says, do you know what's happened with Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll? And Lanyon is so sick, he says, no, don't say that name. Never say that name to me again. I never want to hear of Henry Jekyll ever again as long as I live. Utterson says, but you have been his friend for years. What happened? No, don't ask me what happened. Don't ever mention his name. You see I'm a dying man. And it's his fault. What? But I have a letter I've written. And you must take this letter. And you must not read it until the death or the disappearance of Henry Jekyll. When he dies or he disappears, you read this letter. And not until then. And don't talk to me again about it because I am going to death. And I'll tell you this. If any of us really knew more of what's happening, we would all want to die. Those are the words that the author put. That's almost an exact quote from Lanyon as he's dying. Now, what do you make of this? Chapter 7. Now, Utterson, is, he does not know what's happening. He's out taking a walk one day, and he sees, he comes by the house of Dr. Jekyll. And he sees Jekyll leaning out the window about five meters up. He says, hey, Jekyll, it's good to see you now. Come down, come down. Let's, let's go for a walk on this beautiful day. And Jekyll is very weak and says, no, I'm too weak. But it's so good to see you. So good to see you. And they begin to talk for a few moments until suddenly the color runs out of Jekyll's face and his eyes turn to terror as if he sees a ghost. He's looking right at Utterson, his friend, the lawyer. And it looks like he's, he's getting sick and he suddenly shouts, slams down the window, turns away and throws the curtains back. End of chapter seven. Chapter eight. Jekyll's servant, Dr. Jekyll as the servant, do you remember I told you about him? His name is Poole. Poole knocks on Utterson's door. Please, Mr. Utterson, you've got to come immediately. Come immediately. My master has locked himself in his study. I can't get in. He's in terrible pain. And I think, I think someone's going to murder him. I hear two voices fighting. I hear my master and I hear a criminal. Come help me. Mr. Utterson comes immediately. <clears throat> he gets to the door and he says, this is, what's, this is what's happening. That Hyde has been hiding out in his house. And he's going to kill him right now for all his money. And he gets there. And they get to the door. And the door is solid oak wood. It can't be opened. So they call a man to knock on it. And they hear them fighting inside. And they call a man to knock the door open. And the locksmith comes. And they fight and fight to open the door. And then they finally say, let's just knock it down. And they knock the door down. And just as they do, they hear a scream. And as they enter, they see one dead body. Do you want to guess? Who is it, Daniel? Who's dead? 
Guess who? Who is it? Doctor Jekyll. Doctor Jekyll. Who is it? Uh, Takano. Who is it? It's Mr. Hyde. He's dead. But his clothes... Did I tell you that Mr. Hyde was a very small man and Dr. Jekyll was a large man? Sorry, Dr. Jekyll is a very large man and Mr. Hyde's a small man. Mr. Hyde is dead, but he's in oversized clothes. He's wearing Dr. Jekyll's clothes. There's no one else in the room. And that's when Utterson sees on the desk a letter. Utterson. He picks up the letter, calls the police, and goes home. And now he has how many letters? Lanyon and this other one. The last two chapters are the two letters. Are you ready? Chapter number nine, Dr. Lanyon's narrative. That's, his, that's his, his letter. Having found the dead body, he now reads the letters in Lanyon's letter. This is all what Lanyon's letter says. He said, <clears throat> dear Mr. Utterson, if you are reading this, it must be that I have died or that Dr. Jekyll has died. I want to tell you now what happened. A few months ago, I received a letter late at night. And it urged me to go to Dr. Jekyll's house. It was written in his hand and signed with his name. It said, please go to his house. Get a locksmith to come to break open my door. Come into my office and take a certain box. Get that box. Take it back to your house. And wait there until exactly midnight. At exactly midnight, a stranger will come to your door. Hand him that box. And if you will do this, you will be the best of friends. Well, Lanyon said, this is highly unusual. But he is my friend for many years. I'll do it. So he goes to his house. He brings a locksmith. He gets the box. He goes home. At midnight, right on the... Right as midnight strikes, a knock comes at the door. And it's a man with a hood over his face, hunched down and very small. He reaches out the box, and a gravelly voice says, Thank you, Dr. Lanyon. It's Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde steps inside the house and asks for a glass. Dr. Lanyon gives him a glass. He takes the box, and there's some powders in there. He mixes a little of this powder, a little of this powder, puts some water, stirs it together, and it turns purple. And then he says, Dr. Lanyon... For years you've doubted. Would you like to see with your own eyes? Or would you like to leave? Lanyon says, I'm a man. Drink it in front of me. He drinks the drink. And right in front of his eyes, that hideous monster Hyde transforms into Dr. Jekyll. And the peaceful mature, respectable doctor has replaced the ugly mutant Hyde. Dr. Lanyon is so shocked at seeing this disgusting animal turn into his dear friend, a teddy bear, that he falls over. And that shock is so great 
he gets sick, and he's about to die. That is the end of Lanyon's letter. Utterson picks up the second letter and opens it. This is chapter 10. I'm going to go over to page 14. He picks up the second letter. This is a letter written by Henry Jekyll in his own writing. And he writes about his time as a boy. He writes about his time as a young man, how he was always a young man who was interested in science. He was always a young man interested in everything. He liked to learn. But he said, I began to notice from the time that I was a young man that it seemed like there were two of me. There was the part of me that wanted to do good things. But there was the part of me that was always going bad. And I thought about this for many years. And I noticed that I could never do everything my bad side wanted. Because if I did that, my parents would disapprove. Or my friends would disapprove. Or other people would disapprove. And so I began experimenting with medicine. I began reading books. I began practicing and I got some chemicals and I mixed them up in my study. Well, after I was done with my work and I began to record experiments for many years, mixing up potions and drinking them until I found one night a potion that when I drank it, it made me sick. I was going to throw up. I was going to pass out. But suddenly the feeling passed and I saw myself in a mirror. And I had transformed into a young man. I wasn't Dr. Jekyll, the 50-year-old scientist doctor. I was a young man. But I looked and knew something in that man was ugly and vile. But he says, this, this this is what Stevenson writes. I saw what was so ugly, but it seemed sweet to me and I wondered what have I become and I realized now no one would recognize me because I look so different so I went out late at night and I did the kinds of things that you would only do at night if no one was around but I had a problem because my clothes were so big So I ordered a tailor and had them make clothes for a small man. I ordered an apartment and had it fitted out just for him. I gave him checks signed by my name to my bank account. So that whenever I drank the potion, Mr. Hyde could do whatever you want to do when you think no one will ever catch you. But then when I was done, I would come back to my room, mix up the potion, drink it again, and become Dr. Jekyll. So I I have the perfect life. When I want to be respectable and smile at people, I become Dr. Jekyll. When I want to do those things that you know you want to do, but people are watching you, then I drink the potion, I change my clothes, and I go out at night and do whatever I want. This went on for a long period of time until one morning when I woke up 
I woke up as Mr. Hyde without taking the potion. I didn't drink the medicine. Jekyll changed into Hyde without. So I immediately went to my bench and with shaking hands, I mixed the medicine and turned back into Dr. Jekyll. And I demanded, I, I required myself, I will not anymore take that medicine. It's going to happen and I can't control it now. And this lasted for some time. That was when you came to visit me. And you said, I'm concerned about this hide. And I said, I have complete control over him. I can control him. And I said, I'll never again drink that medicine. But after a few more months, the urge came on me and I couldn't stop it. And I mixed up the medicine and I drank and I became Hyde again. And he says, the delicate balance in my soul was pushed over. And then a few days later, I was in a park as Dr. Jekyll and I transformed into in front of everyone. Now they can see who I am. Terrified, I ran and hid and wrote a letter to Mr. Lanyon. Please go to my house, break open the door, get the box with all the chemicals, bring it to your house and I'll meet you there at midnight because Hyde can't go home because if he goes to Dr. Jekyll's house, everyone will see him. He's hiding away. Late at night, he runs to his house. And Lanyon was the man who said, don't do this. If you do this, nothing good will come from it. And now <clears throat> he wants to embarrass Lanyon and say, look, look at the power I've got. I can change myself at will. He changes himself in front of Lanyon. Lanyon is terrified and overcome. But then, then Dr. Jekyll found out that to turn back from Hyde into Jekyll, he has to drink two of the potions, a double strength. And then he has to drink triple strength. And then he runs out of the medicine. So he sends letters to every chemist all over town and they send him the chemical and he mixes it up and it's impure. And he writes angry letters back saying, this is filthy, give me the pure stuff, send it to me now. And the day before he died, I didn't tell you this, this is back in chapter 8, when Poole comes to see Utterson, he says, all day my master has been writing letters, sending me out to chemists. All day I've been running to a chemist, coming back, running to a chemist, coming back. I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> and Jekyll writes, every chemist in London can't get me the purest chemical. I can't change. I'm stuck as Hyde. I can feel it now. It's coming on me. I'm going to turn back any minute now, and I have no more medicine. I can never turn back into Jekyll. I'm about to die. Jekyll will be killed by Hyde. That's the end of the letter. A moment later, they arrive at his door, they break it down, and they find that Hyde killed himself. Can you tell the point of the story? We all have hide inside us. And you can't fix it. Go to any chemist in London. You can't fix it. And it's only going to get worse. And at first you think it's sweet. 
but at the end you're terrified. You're out of control. You're going to lose everything. Look at the lessons. One, two, three. The depravity of man. I don't know. I don't know of a better book to explain the depravity of man than this book. I I mean, outside the Bible, of course, the Bible. It's short and it will stick with you. And it's so brilliantly written. This respectable man, but really he has a demon inside of him. Number two, the power of temptation. Because he promises, I can control it. I've got complete control over him. But who has the real control? Hyde does. And number three, the impossibility of man saving himself. Do you see? He's so clever. He can mix up all these medicines, but he cannot fix himself. Well, that's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, one of my favorite novels. And if you want to listen to it, I'll send it to you. You can just put it on your phone. It's, it's, if you like the last 30 minutes, it's even more exciting if you listen to it for three hours. And there's some beautiful English. So there's some quotes you can see on the page. Do you have any questions before we go? Any questions or thoughts about this? I have a question. Uh, when you asked us who was dead, since between Hyde and, uh, and Jekyll, should we say there are two people or should we say it's one person in Chinese and well, multiple personalities? <clears throat> yeah, it is one person. And it's one person... Throughout the book, he says, I saw that I was really two. I saw that I was really two. Throughout the book. It's one man who's actually, but we're all. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's coming up in about two weeks. Yes. And I even, I had to war with this. I think this book is a better picture than Lord of the Rings. Even And I love Lord of the Rings, but I think this one's better. And it's uh, 10% of the length. Okay, may the Lord help us to learn what we can. Uh, The value of novels is to learn about human nature. That's the value of a good novel. To be able to see something about the way mankind is, really is in himself. And I have found some of the best illustrations, some of the things that stick with me, Some of the things that help me when I am fighting my temptation come from good stories, like a story like this one. May God help us to fight with our sin.